you the final play. Take me through it. Well, I'm the best corner in the game. When you try me with a sorry receiver like Crabtree, that's the result you're going to get. Don't you ever talk about me. Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Master Plan. I'm your host, Michael Filipkowski. And you know, I'm coming to you from home, from Weston. So those of you who listen, we're in Weston, you know, feel a little bit closer to the podcast. Um, As we all know, it's the week 11 review. As, as coming out today, um, and I'm recording it today as well. So it's all it's all happening today. Um, we'll we'll cover everything all at once. Um, there's going to be no break because Monday night game was last night. Watched it. It's pretty good, I think. I I enjoyed it. Um, and without further ado, you know, what do we, what do we think? Should we get should we get into it or not? I th- I think we should. Uh, Without further ado, let's do it. All right, so Thursday night game. <sighs> Patriots defeated the Falcons 25 to nothing. Uh, Patriots rolled the birds. I mean, that's kind of what the storyline is, right? The Patriots won by a good a good margin. I mean, they were ahead, you know, for, for basically the entire game. Um and it wasn't like a huge offensive like game for the Patriots, but I think that's what we expected coming off of you know every every time there's Thursday night football we don't we cannot expect um, teams to be at their offensive like best right. I think we saw that from the Patriots. They were good. They weren't great, um, and that's kind of what we're looking for. Right, like, like that's kind of what I expected out of the Patriots. Um, offensively, they were good. They weren't great. Um, they weren't like wildly impressive, but they weren't, you know, bad. <laughs> like they weren't bad. So, um, their defense is looking very good. Right, I think that that was definitely the biggest surprise to me. All right, holding the Falcons to zero points. That's. It's impressive. Yeah, that's a shutout right there. That's impressive. Um, and it doesn't happen very often. So, in fact, it was like it was the first time, you know, especially because the Falcons were at home. Um, they were they were shut out. That's, that's a huge defensive victory um, for, for the Patriots. Um, they looked really good defensively. The Falcons' defense, they actually had a decent game. I mean, they really let up. You know, eighteen points, right? Which is which is a pretty good result for the Falcons um, defensively. Um, of course, you know there was that 
that that defensive return for a touchdown or uh, pick pick six return for a touchdown. Um, and obviously, it was very funny to see Ryan Rosen then Franks all throw interceptions kind of consecutively. Um, but their offense was really poor, and I think that that's the thing that we learned most about the Falcons, right? That their offense really was not up to snuff. And I think that this is kind of the the, the end for the Falcons. I mean, the a- NFC playoff race, wildcard race, is very – I mean, it's pretty empty, right? I mean, it's not exactly like there, – there's a lot of room in it, I would say. But – the Falcons are really like, you know, they're the the fourth worst team in the NFC, so by record, and I think that that's gonna have just just a negative effect, um, especially given that the Vikings won yesterday, um, and and the Eagles won yesterday, and the Niners won. Um, I think if a Washington won, I think all of that factors in, um, and I think we'll see that that has that has quite a big effect. Um, that has quite a big effect. And I, I think, and and again, I think I think we'll see that. But I don't think the Falcons are a playoff team. I never said that they were. Or maybe I did. I don't actually remember. Um, but Matt Ryan's play has decreased a lot. It's really not as good as it was, and I'm very surprised about that because um, he, you know, he was playing some good football, and then he really just really didn't happen. So that was kind of sad to see. Um, and I think the play- Patriots are serious playoff contenders, right? You're seven and four, and 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 I think that they have some difficult, you know, more difficult games coming up. But um, I think they play the Titans. And then they play the Bills, and they play. They have a bye. They play the Colts. So I think like that Titans game is a, a kind of a must win. I mean, you need that game is it, it, you know it's at home. It's against a good Titans team, and that'd be a huge win. Colts defeated the Bills forty-one to fifteen. Um, probably the surprise of the early window, I would say. Actually, there were really two surprises to me at the early window. Uh, but this one was probably in terms of the margin, the biggest surprise. So Jonathan Taylor is having a great season. I think I think he has to be considered for offensive player of the year at this point because of how well he is actually playing. Because um, he is just running over everybody. He's had like seven or eight straight games of 100 yards on the ground, which tied LaDamian Tomlinson. Um, he's being he's playing very good football. Um, I think like I'm not so sure how good the I think the Bills are still a good team. Definitely, Colts played a very good game. Um, <clears throat> they play the Bucks next weekend at home, so that's kind of a that's kind of a big game because the Colts have had a really easy schedule up up until this Bills game. I mean they played. Well, maybe not. I mean, hindsight. I don't think that was the good 49ers team. I think it was just as starting they were get just as they were starting to get hot. But they played the Bucks, the Texans, the Patriots, the Cardinals, the Raiders. So those are four four of those six teams are playoff or playoff contenders this year, which I think is uh I think will give us a really good look at the Colts. 
especially because they're six and five, so they really do need to win. I mean, looking at the AFC playoff picture, like I think that the Bills and the Patriots are two playoff teams, and they're probably going to make the playoffs with 10, 10, 11 wins, right? And the Patriots do play the Colts. Um, the Chiefs and Chargers are probably your playoff teams. Um, probably. The Ravens are a playoff team, and Bengals are the Steelers. Like, like So there is competition for that last spot because I think the way we see it is you have your division leaders, which are the Titans, Ravens, Chiefs, and Patriots, right? And then you have your wild cards right now, which is probably the Bills, the Chargers, the Bengals, which are almost what we expected. Um, we knew that those teams were kind of playoff teams. So the, I think the Colts are just – they're just on the outside of that. I think they're actually below the Steelers. Um, and they do have a bye knocked in there somewhere. But I, I again, I think that the Colts are a good team. Um, I am concerned, you know, if, if – I'm concerned about, you know, Carson Wentz. But the Bills overall have struggled the majority of this season um, and, and, and a lot in this game. This is concerning because the Bills – I don't know when they're planning on playing good football. Um, they have a Thursday night game, uh, a very short week against the Saints team. And not that the Saints team is incredible or anything, but I'm pretty sure Alvin Kamara will probably be back. Um, or And if he isn't, I mean, this is, this is a really um, – I mean, if, if the Bills lose to, I think, what is a below-average Saints team, that's a, that's a huge – it's a huge sign. Um, you know, the Patriots are out for out for blood as well. So, um, Bills are not atop the AFC East, and they really opened the doors for the Patriots. I mean, this is this is you know now now you're competing for wild card. That that's problematic. Ravens defeated the Bears sixteen to thirteen. So I don't know how the Ravens backup beat the Bears. Um, they really don't game plan well for Justin Fields. Like that's what I, I saw. Like they didn't score really any points, Justin Fields, and Andy Dalton comes in and they start to play great. Like they don't game plan well for Justin Fields. They don't play to his strengths, which I mean, why you wouldn't do that, I I don't know. I mean, that's like I'm confused as you are about that. It doesn't really make sense that, you know, any of that. <laughs> so Uh, yeah, not, uh, but I mean the fact that Matt Nagy got outcoached and outplayed in this game at home when they had a backup, like that's just so problematic. I, I don't think Matt Nagy's a good head coach. I mean, Dalton played all right. He wasn't like incredible, but you know he played all right. Um, overall, a solid day. I mean, uh, for the Ravens, I think if you're the Ravens, you look at this win and you say. That's a tough, hard-fought win. Um, and then you play the Browns next weekend, which is definitely going to be an interesting game. It's Sunday night football. Um, and this is a big game for the Ravens. You look at standings again. They're top of the AFC North, but it's a tight race right now. I mean, they're 7-3. and three. The Bengals are right on their heels at 6-4, and four, and the Steelers are 5-4-1. and one. Even the Browns are 6-5. and five. So all those teams have winning records, and they're all – you know, kind of almost right at the heels of the Ravens, uh, and a, a win for the Browns would be huge. Um, I mean, the the Bears at this point are one of the worst teams in the league. 
you look at the NFC, um, I don't even know who holds the tiebreaker, but there are three teams at three and seven, and there's only one team worse. So there's no two win teams, by the way, this year. Um, and then the NFC. There are three in the AFC, but there's none in the NFC, which is surprising. There's one zero win team. Um, but I don't know who is a tiebreaker, but the Bears are, you know, bottom four team, right? I mean, they are, they've been absolutely horrendous this season. Browns defeat the Lions 13 to 10. So the Browns get a really bad win. I mean, you're beating, what is it, Nick Boyle, Nate Boyle? I don't really even care. It's, it's, it's a Boyle. It doesn't matter. They suck. Um, or he sucks. Uh, but the fact that they had a backup QB in the Lions. So the Lions, an already bad team, had a backup QB in and lost by three points. Show you everything you need to know about Baker's performance. It wasn't good. Baker needs to be better. It's unacceptable to have Baker playing this bad. And I think that it might be his injury, sure. I don't think he's very good, but it might be his injury. And if it's if that's the case, if it's if it's his injury, sit him. If it's his injury, sit him. There's no reason to to drag this out. You have a better chance of winning with Case Keenum, because I guarantee you Case Keenum can put up more than 13 points against the against the Lions. Right? Uh, his play has just not been good this season. Like, like flat out, his play has not been good. So I would challenge, right? I would challenge the Browns, in this case specifically, to really analyze their quarterback situation and, and consider a change. Because I think that that would make, you know, I think that would make a huge difference. So... I would I would challenge the 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 Bears to make to make a quarterback change. Uh, sorry, the Browns. Um, the Lions are competitive, but they're really nothing more. They play on Thursday um, on Thanksgiving. We'll have a huge we'll have a preview show for that. So I'm not really going to get into that now. Um, <clears throat> they play on Thursday. They play the Bears. Um, that's going to be an interesting game. I actually don't know who's going to win that. I'm not going to play. I'm not going to say it now because I actually haven't thought about it. But. Um, it's a big game for the Lions, and I think that they might be able to win on Thanksgiving for the first time, like, ever. Um, Texans defeated the Titans. I mean, this is the definition of every any given week, isn't it? Right? Um, the Titans are confusing. They're, you know, they've lost three games a season. Two of them have been to teams that have two wins, the Jets and the Texans, which I'm really not sure how that happens. Um I think that, you know, maybe the Titans are just one of those teams that just really looks ahead and looks over their competition. Um, the Titans are really, really confusing. They're they're good, mostly. Um, but I think Ryan Tannehill, I mean, he's really having an, uh, quite a down year. Um, you look at his stats – compared to past season. I don't think it's because he's throwing the football more. I just think that he's just not seeing the field as well. And again, I don't think all these interceptions are his fault, but 2021, he's thrown 12 picks already, which is a lot for him, considering he only threw seven last season and six in 2019, right? He's throwing 13, he's throwing 13 touchdowns, which is also low for him because we're, we're over halfway through the season. 
So he's his completion percentage, his 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 yards and stuff like that aren't bad, but it's just the interceptions have been a problem for him. And I think that that's I think that that's clear. I mean, he's not playing bad football. He's just making throwing a you know making a lot of turnovers and a four touchdown or four interception game doesn't help him. Um, but the Titans are probably a playoff team, so I I don't think it's that big of a concern. Um. But uh, yeah. Again, I think that I think that the the Titans are still a good team. I think that they're just missing some stuff, and you know they really look like. I mean, they they really would be dangerous if they get Derrick Henry back. Um, the Texans are still a bad team. I don't think this changes anything. They're still a bad team, but you know. They got a they got a good win. I mean, you can't take that away from them. They got a good win, um, so I'm not going to take that away from them. But they're still not a good team. Um, uh, but Tyrod does give some. He does add value to this team. Like he does add, uh, he does add value, and I think that that's something that you really, uh, you know, you almost can't. I, I I'm not sure what it is. I think he's a good quarterback. I think he's like incredible though. But I think he adds like that. He has a little winning mentality. I think his personality. I think the way he carries himself. I think that definitely helps. Um, the Titans need offense. Uh, they're very restricted and they're very restrained. Um, and, and it just wasn't a good game for them offensively. And I expect, you know, I mean, they're playing a tough Patriots defense. So I, this is going to be a real a real test for both these teams. Vikings defeated the Packers, as I said. Um, it was a great win for the Vikings. Like, let's be honest, you know, the Vikings can't get anything to come to them easily. I mean, you're up by seven and you give up a basically a one-play touchdown drive. Um, and then, you know, Kirk Cousins comes in, says, hold on, I'll save the day. Put Superman cape on. And and essentially leads a perfect drive. Down the field, about two minutes and eight seconds, kick a field goal, win the game, walk off. Like, you can't ask any more of your quarterback. He threw, I don't even know what his stats were. I think he threw for over 300 yards. Um, let's see. He threw for 341 yards, three touchdowns. Aaron Rodgers threw for 385 yards, four touchdowns. I mean, they had relatively similar completion percentages. Um, and you know, Kirk had the drive to win the game. Um, he played very well. Again, this Vikings team is very topsy-turvy, but they've won two games that they really desperately needed to win. Um, and now going in and you're playing San Francisco, right? This is a key match because you beat San Francisco – let, let, let me paint a picture, right? So the Vikings are on a six and five. You play the Lions. You play the Steelers. Those are two winnable games, right? Steelers at at home, the Vikings are playing. So now you're six and five, seven and five, eight and five. Then you play the Bears, nine and five, right? You play the Rams and the Packers, and then you play the Bears again. So out of those games, right? You know, in the NFC, I think that 10 wins should be enough for a playoff team. 
to make it to the playoffs. Because I don't think the Saints are a 10-win team. The Panthers, at best, are an 11-win team, but they're not going to win because they play the Bucks twice. So they're not getting to 10 wins. Um, <sighs> the Rams will be a 10-win team, but that's all right. You beat the Niners, you have that head-to-head. Um, and the Eagles, again, they're 5-6, and six, uh, and they play the Cowboys. Uh, no, they don't. Oh, they do play the Cowboys. So they have. A, they should have one more loss on the table. They play the Giants, the Jets, Washington, Giants, Washington. So and then the Cowboys. So I look at the Eagles and I think, all right, you're a ten and seven team at best. Um, very crucial game for the Vikings. Because again, you win this game, six and five. Because the Rams' remaining schedule, I mean, they and the Packers play head-to-head. Yeah, they play the Jackson, they play the Cardinals, the Seahawks, and they play the Ravens and the uh, Niners. So, they have some tough games that they will lose remaining on their schedule. So, Vikings definitely, 10 wins should definitely be enough. Um, it all starts this week. Um Vikings' defense wasn't great. Their offense was. Justin Jefferson was ridiculously good. Kirk Cousins was once again spectacular. Um, Packers were good. They weren't great. Um, they got beat. Their defense got beat. Um, I still think the Packers are good, but this definitely shows that they do have weaknesses. Um, Dolphins defeated the Jets 24-21. to I really didn't watch this one. Um, Dolphins are reclaiming their season, quote-unquote. They're four and seven. They won three in a row. Um, I mean, anything can happen in the NFL, so it could be a playoff team. But based on the fact that they play the Panthers – the Saints, the Titans, and the Patriots, um, they're losing at least two of those four. And they already have seven losses to put them at nine loss. I don't think there's going to be an eight and nine team making the playoffs. Um, Jets were okay. Elijah Moore had a great game. Um, uh, it was 24-17, by the way. Um, obviously, Joe Flacco played well. 291, two touchdowns. I mean, he played well. He didn't, you know, he didn't win the game, but Jets also suck. Um, Tua can be bad teams, sure. That's what you're going for. Really, a take full matchup. Eagles defeated the Saints forty to the forty to twenty nine. Trevor Simeon, not for real. Um, Maybe the Eagles aren't so bad. They're really getting this running game going, as I suggested that they should. Um, they're really in playoff position now. They're five and six, and they play the Giants, the Jets, and Washington in the next three games. So now you should be an eight and six team, right? And if you're eight and six, you're shaping up for for a really good uh, end to your season. I think eight and six, you're shaping up to a good end to your season. So. Um, 
Hertz is a really good running quarterback. I, I might have had the wrong read on Hertz. I don't. I think he's much better than I thought. Um, at least he's playing very well right now. I mean, the Eagles in their last <clears throat> four games have played very good football. They killed the Lions, lost by three to the Chargers, killed the Broncos away, killed the Saints. Um, they've put up 40 twice. They've put up over 33 times, and then they put up 24 in their loss. Uh, they're scoring points. Saints are like they're they're showing their true colors. This team isn't that talented, um, and especially without Jameis Winston, they're not that talented. They play the Bills, the Cowboys, the Bucks, and the Panthers. Um, they play really like three. I would say really tough games. Um, and if you lose three more games or nine and eight. Yeah, it might be enough, but uh, and that's assuming that they win the rest, which I'm not assuming, right? Because nothing you can't assume in the NFL. Um, I think they're in for a rebuild. I think that you know maybe Jameis, but I don't think so. Washington football team defeated the Panthers, twenty-seven twenty-one. Panthers look good, but Ron Rivera is better. They're putting up points. Their defense. Is- is playing better. I don't know what is happening. I don't know why it's happening, but Taylor Heineke suddenly looks like the next coming of like I don't even know, but they've I mean they've played two very good games back to back. Now they get a kind of a weaker Seahawks team on Monday Night Football. Uh, I mean they're four and six, so don't count them out just yet. I, I I'm counting them out, but you know. Who knows? Um, Panthers are what we expect them to be. They're five and six. They're being, you know, they're they're, they're average. They're going to be around five hundred, um, and they lose significant ground in the playoff, right? With a Vikings win and a and a Rams bye and an Eagles win and a Niners win, they lose significant ground. Forty Niners defeated the Jaguars thirty to ten. West Coast team destroys an East Coast team at 1 p.m. That's huge, right? Um, Huge win for San Francisco in terms of playoff contention. Jags have major struggles, like offensively, defense, all over. Um, Garoppolo and the 49ers are slow. Like, Garoppolo's had some of the higher higher PFF ratings in the past four weeks. So, pay attention to that. Um, they're getting him against the Vikings, as I said, for both of these teams. I mean, that that's really one of the games of the week. They play the Bengals, the Titans, the Rams, but they also play the Seahawks, Falcons, and Texans. So they're going to have some difficult games. They're going to have some easier games. It really is predicated on the outcome of this game. Jaguars, uh, overall, very solid win for the Niners. You really got to look at this one and, and, and analyze it. Um, and, and, and the outcome is that Niners are good. Um, Bengals defeated the Raiders 32-13. Um, the Raiders are disappearing, I think, really quickly. The Bengals get a much-needed win. Um, I'm still not convinced about the Bengals because they're just a little wishy-washy. But, I mean, at the end of the day, they're 6-4 and four, um, in a year when they weren't supposed to be that good. They play the Steelers. They play the Chargers. Um, they play the Niners, Broncos, Ravens, Chiefs, Browns. So their next like their next set of seven games is really tough. This team might not end up making the playoffs. Um, 
Carr is not playing great recently. Um, and this Raiders team, they're 5-5. Five and five. They play the Cowboys, a hot Washington team, Chiefs, Browns, Broncos, Colts, Chargers. Seven tough games for them as well. So who knows? Raiders season's looking cooked, though, uh, for sure. Chiefs defeated the Cowboys 19-9. Second time in three weeks the Cowboys have off had had have. Wow. The second time in three weeks that the Cowboys have offensive struggles. Um, the Chiefs' offense wasn't great. The defense was a story. Mahomes, meh, meh. He looked all right. Um, yeah, the Cowboys lose Lamb, Cooper, and Zeke partially. Dak looked a bit sloppy. Not a good game for the Cowboys. Um, this is a loss. It's a big loss. Um, obviously, for playoff, playoff, you know, standings. Um, you do get the Raiders, so I think you should win that game at home. But the Saints, Washington, Giants, Washington, Cardinals, Cowboys, or Cardinals, Eagles. So you have seven games. On. I really think you should. Yeah, you, know, you should win like five of those. Um, this is a twelve and five team. I think probably something around that. Um. So concerned about the Chiefs' offense, but hey, they're seven and four. Um, I mean, uh, not really a great performance by the offense. Uh, I don't think you can count on that defense. So we'll see what happens. But you know, they got the Broncos, Chargers, Steelers, Bengals, Broncos. So uh, you know, at seven and four. Might get 11 wins in the next six games, right? You got to win four of those. I mean, who knows what will happen. Maybe they get red hot, but it doesn't look like that right now. Uh, we're going to take a short break. Be right back after it. Welcome back. Um, Cardinals defeated the Seahawks 23-13, so it seems that every other week, Colt McCoy plays a great game. Um, Pete Carroll's in trouble. And this uh, this Seahawks team is just is bad. It's it's a bad team. Um, Russ doesn't look himself. He looks off. Um, Colin McCoy does it again. I mean, eh. the story of this game is that the Cardinals can win with a backup quarterback, and Russell Wilson does not look good. I think those are the two biggest stories. So Pete Carroll does not get bailed out by high-end talent, um, and this is really, really concerning. Um, uh I mean, if you're the Seahawks right now, this is panic time. You're three and seven. Playoffs are out of the question. Um, and, and if you're the, if you're the Cardinals, your main concern is when does Kyler come back? Because I trust me, I like Colt McCoy too. He is not a long term option. So Kyler's got to get back soon. Um, Chargers defeated the Steelers forty one to thirty seven. Saturday night thriller. Um, Herbert was spectacular. A um, lot of scoring at the end. Chargers really choked a huge lead. Um, Steelers played a great game at the end. They, they they played great. Came up short. Chargers get a huge win. This was a really good game. I can't even describe it. It was it was just such a good game at the end. Pump blocks, long drives, touchdowns, quick touch, everything. I mean, this game really was awesome. Pittsburgh came back, and then Mike Williams 
had a great touchdown. Thank you for Mike Williams being in my fantasy league. Um, and Chargers get a strong win to keep pace. I mean, that's huge. It's huge. Um, Steelers fall back, but they're still in it. Um, they're still around. Bucks defeated the Giants 30 to 10 last night. Um, what can I say? Bucks look great. Um, they looked really good. Brady threw an interception, but we both, we all know watching that game that that really was not his fault. Um, and four of the eight have been off off receivers this season. So he's really not thrown that many interceptions, and he's thrown 29 touchdowns, I believe. So he'll throw 30 next week probably. Um, listen, Bucks look very good, especially in a week where in the NFC where three – Three division leaders, right? Two division leaders did not look good. Um, Bucks look really good. And this is the thing about the Bucks. You know who the Bucks are, and you know that they're going to win games, right? They're seven and three. Um, they play the Colts, and they play the Bills, and they play some easy games. They really should win out at this point. Um, they should be able to beat the Colts. I think that that's a very winnable game for them, um, especially if AB is back. Um, and they really have to worry about Jonathan Taylor primarily. Um, Giants, on the other hand, I mean, that's it. That's the season. Um, I'm not sure you keep Joe Judge around. I'm not sure you keep Daniel Jones around. We'll see what happens. But the Giants are just such a – like, you, they just lay an egg. There's, and this is off a bye. This is so mediocre by the Giants. I don't know what to say. So, now uh, that's week 11. Thank you all for listening, and have a great day. The game on the line, one shot. Who would you rather have taking it, Iggy or Curry? Of everyone on Golden State, open shot, fate of the universe on the line, or the Martians have the death beam pointed at Earth, you better hit it. I want Iguodala.